Hey family, happy Wednesday. God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. Today is supposed to be Worship Wednesday and I am going to worship him. And I'm going to worship him not just because what I'm about to share with you because he is just so good and he is amazing. So yesterday I talked about um, I've finished off the part of my book, 12 Days of Increasing My Faith, and I am so grateful. I am so strengthened in the name of Jesus. I'm just so grateful that the Holy Spirit led me back to that book. And what I was sharing with you guys yesterday was how we need to allow our mouth to line up what's going on in our heart. That so often we're saying we trust God and we're saying we believe God and we're saying we know, we know, but there's a different thing going on in our heart. And because we serve a God that searched the heart, it's important that our heart is lining up with the words that are coming out of our mouth. So this morning I woke up. And I'm just pondering. I'm pondering on the message. I'm pondering on Ezekiel 12, 25. And I'm just really soaking in the word. And I'm saying, okay, God, I know that whatever you say is going to come to pass and it won't prolong. I've just been meditating on that. And I want to trust God at his word, no matter what, you know. So I'm just, you know, praying and asking the Holy Spirit to help me and align me. Let everything that come out my mouth be aligned with what's going on in my heart. And, you know, just reading the word and soaking in the word, because I really want to get this thing right. I don't know about you, but I want to get it right. I want to stand before him and hear well done. We all think we're good. We all think we're right, but I really want to get it right. I don't want to be wise in my own counsel. I want to be right before God. And I'm being honest with God and saying, okay, I don't have it all together. I don't always trust. I don't always believe, but help the areas of my unbelief. Amen. So that's where I'm standing right now in my life. I want to get it right. Amen. So as I'm meditating on this, Y'all, God, good. God is so good. Let me tell you, y'all. So I'm laying in the bed and I'm just like soaking on the word. I'm soaking on Ezekiel. I'm like, okay, Lord, you're awesome. You're awesome. I'm just petitioning, excuse me, petitioning before the Lord, you know, asking the Holy Spirit to just come and shift and do whatever that needs to be done for me to get in one accord. And you want to know the Holy Spirit gave me the scripture to go with what I was talking about. He's awesome. He wants to heal us in a way that he's not just going to tell us something without giving us scripture. If I'm telling you that the scripture is going to increase your faith, I'm I'm not surprised that the Holy Spirit would give me a scripture that goes with what I was talking about. And I want to take you to Exodus 14. A lot of us is very familiar with Exodus 14. You know, Moses just freed the children of Israel from the hand of the Egyptian. And um, they're, they're, they're in the wilderness on their way to the promised land. And now they come up against the Red Sea. The children of Israel are crying out to Moses like, why, why you do this? Like you could have left us in Egypt. It wasn't enough graves in Egypt for you to just leave us back there. Why did you do this? Why did you take, why did you do this, Moses? You should have left us. And I want to, I want to read this to you because it really, God is just so good. I I just want to read this to you. And Moses said to the people, fear not. Stand firm. See the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you and you have to only be silent. 
This is what came out of Moses' mouth. They're complaining. They're angry. They're scared. They got their family with them, their children with them, all of their flocks. They just like, why did you, why did you do this? Why did you bring us out of, you see them, they're behind us. They're going to kill us. And we're standing in front of a pool of water. What, what, you brought us out of here to drown? What, what are you doing? So Moses, get, you know, he begins to declare and decree with his mouth. But oh, my brothers and sisters, there was something else going on in Moses' heart. It was something else going on in Moses' heart because the next verse said, oh, this is good. The Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? What are you talking about, Jesus? What do you mean? Why am I crying to you? I just told the children of Israel with my mouth to fear not to stand firm. God is good. The enemy that you saw, you won't see no more. He will fight your battles. And then the Lord said, yeah, but something else is going on in your heart. Why are you crying in your heart? You telling them to fear not, but you afraid. You telling them to stand firm, but you shaking. You telling them that the enemy they saw, they will see no more. But you got this question mark going on in your heart. Why are you crying, Moses? Family, I tell you, I am so blessed right now. I am so blessed right now because it's one thing for me to share something with you, but I'm excited that the Holy Spirit brought this scripture to me because we got to know whether we want to believe it or not. We can declare and decree a whole bunch with our mouth, but there's something else going on in our heart. And we may really want to believe and we may really want God to do what it is that we are, we're declaring and decreeing, but there is some fear. There is some doubt. We're shaking. We're, we're up against these impossible situations, trying to figure out how God is going to do something. So we're wavering in our heart. What's coming out of our mouth may sound real good, but we don't serve a God that cares about what is coming out of our mouth. He searches the heart. He searches the heart family. So what's going on in our heart matters to God. So we got to figure out a way to line our heart up with our speech. It's easy to say anything. It's easy to say anything. Even Jesus said, oh, there are many, many that said, Lord, Lord, but their heart is far from me. The same goes for believers that you can tell me you trust me. You can tell me you love me. You can tell me that I got you, but you're crying in your heart. Moses seen God talk through a burning bush. God uses his rod and turns it into a snake and defeat the snakes of the magicians. God used Moses with the spirit of death. And he told all of the children of Israel to, you know, kill a lamb and put the blood on the doorposts of your home that the spirit of death will pass over. God used him for the many plagues that he put on Pharaoh. I trust you for that. I trust you for the blood in the water. I trust you when you said, throw down my rod and I threw it down and it became a stake. But Lord, I am standing before a pool of water. This is something different for me. We all have those. This is different for me. We all have those areas in our life that some of us can really trust God for so many different things. And then we come against our Red Sea and this is different. And I'm crying in my heart. I'm not sure about this one. I'm not sure. When we say all the right things and we quote what needs to be quoted, but there is something going on in our heart. 
And family, God want us to get past that. God want us to level up. God want us to have our heart connect with what's coming out of our mouth. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And because he is not concerned about what's coming out your mouth, we can't fake it till we make it with God. You could do that in the world, but you cannot fake it till you make it with God. God knows your heart. God knows what's going on in there. God knows you're afraid. God knows you're fearful. God knows you're insecure. And we got to be humble enough to go to him and say, God, I'm afraid. God, I'm in front of this water. And you told me to bring all these people out here. You know what? Yeah, I saw that burning bush. I saw the snake. I saw the blood in the water. But honestly, I'm not too sure about all of this water. I ain't take no swimming classes. Mm, I I don't know. I don't know how to swim. I just know how to drown. So I, I, I don't know about this. And we just got to really get to a place that we allow the Holy Spirit to level up our faith. I want to keep reading because there was something else in this that just really touched my heart. So the Bible says, and the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the people of Israel to go for it. Lift up your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. That the people of Israel may, may go through the sea on dry ground. Verse 17, and I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they shall go in after them. And I will get the glory over Pharaoh and all of his host and his chariots and his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gotten glory over Pharaoh, his chariots and his horsemen. And verse 19 is what blessed my heart. Then the angel of God, who was going before the host of Israel, moved and went behind them. And the pillar of the cloud moved from before them and stood behind them. Family, I want to encourage you this morning. Mm. I am super excited with this 12 days of increasing my faith. I'm, it's going to take longer than that because I'm soaking in it. It's going to take more than 12 days to increase your faith. That was just in the book. But we need to, I read it and now it's soaking time. It's now it's soaking in what I read. Family, I want to encourage you. You may be up against your Red Sea. You are facing something that you are crying in your heart. You're praying, you're confessing, you're declaring, and you're decreeing. But there is something going on in your heart. And God wants to encourage you. And God wants to strengthen you. That you don't have to be afraid. And it's funny, you know, have this happen to you because it happens to me on many occasions. You can believe God for other people. But when you come against your Red Sea, it's hard. It's hard. You could look at other people's Red Sea and you just see God moving. You see the spirit of the Lord. You see the angels. But when you're the one dealing with the situation, it's so hard to see. And I just reading this is just really encouraging me. You got to know, family, that no matter what it is that you're facing right now, the Bible said there was an angel. In front of them. Do you not know there's angels in front of you? Getting you to the destination in which God has called you to. That God is not sending you on this journey alone. That angels are before you. 
And you got to know when the enemy is chasing behind you because he wants to pull you back into the traps and the snares in which he had you. You got to know the day, the day and the hour that the enemy decide to pick his head up and decide to come after you. That that very angel that is in front of you is going to move and get behind you. That's why we can say, get thee behind me, Satan. You got to know you got help. You got help. You got divine assistant. We ain't got no reason to be afraid. This scripture blessed me. I'm so grateful this morning, just meditating on the word, just meditating on last night. And God sent me to Exodus 14, not only to know that we, you know, in the Bible, there was a person who said one thing with his mouth. He loved God. He moved with God. He was God's servant. And still, when he came across his Red Sea, he had something going on in his heart and he was crying. He was saying one thing with his mouth, but he had another thing going on in his heart. It was, I'm grateful to read that. I am grateful to read that. And then to see that the angels that was with them shifted and moved behind them to protect them. You got to know that you're protected on every side, every side. This is how I fight my battles. 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 Oh, oh, it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Ah, it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Blessed. Oh, I'm so blessed this morning. Blessed be the name of our Lord. You got to know that God is before you. God is before you, family. He is with you. He is for you. He got angels on assignment. They're in front of you. They're behind you. Pharaoh ain't going to get you. If God done freed you, who the, who the son said free is free indeed. You got to know that you're free. Pharaoh can't touch you no more. Pharaoh can't touch you. He could come after you and he can have his horsemen and he can have his chariots. But you got to know he can't touch you because God got a plan for Pharaoh, all of his hosts, his chariots and his horsemen. You got to know that the enemy that you saw yesterday, that you will not see him anymore. We got to stop saying we trust God with our mouth and begin to trust him with our heart. We have to let the word of God strengthen us. The word, the word, the word in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word came flesh and walked among us. The word is what's going to strengthen you. I feel strengthened this morning. I feel encouraged this morning. I feel loved this morning because I know what I'm trying to do. I want to get it right. And I want to be standing before him and he say, well done, my daughter. But I need to level up my faith. We all have a measure of faith, but we can level it up. You don't have to stay where you are. You don't have to stay in, 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 in the position that you are. God is calling each and every one of us higher in our faith, in our love, in our patience, in our giving. Every area, every gift of the spirit, every fruit of the spirit, God is calling us higher. We don't have to stay there. We can't get satisfied and complacent with what we have. We need to desire more of God. We need to desire more of the gifts of God, more of the fruit of the spirit of God. We need to desire the word of God. We need to engulf it. We need to go on a fast. We need to go on a social media fast. We need to go on a music fast. We need to go on a food fast. We need to go on up being around people fast. We need to get 
on our knees and begin to soak in the word of God. Remove everything in this world and soak in the word of God. The Bible says for us to wear this world as a loose garment. Unfortunately, many of us are holding the word like a loose garment. We're holding God like a loose garment. We're holding the things of the kingdom like a loose garment. And we're clinging tight to the world and we're wondering why we don't have enough faith. Let go. Let go of the world. Let go of the things of this world and cling to the word of God. Cling to the Holy Spirit. Cling to the kingdom. Cling to righteousness. For those who thirst and hunger after righteousness shall be filled. We need to let go of the world and begin to hold on to the things of God. We need to not just skim through the word. We need to tarry in the word. We need to just we need to be able to open our mouth and every word that come out is scripture. Because we spend so much time in the word that that's the only word we know. We shouldn't be singing lyrics to songs and don't know the word. That should be embarrassing to you. It should be embarrassing that we can quote song after song. Drake and um, Cardi B and all. We can sing that. But we can't quote scripture. That's a shame. Why? Because we spend enough time listening to those kind of music. And let me not not even just secular music. We shouldn't be quoting spiritual songs and don't know the Bible. Because not all of those songs are scripture based. Not every Christian song has scripture in it. It feel good. It sound good. It gets you in the, you know, it gets your senses moving and you feel all good. But it ain't scripture. So we shouldn't be quoting much of anything and we can't quote the Bible and call ourselves believers. That is a disgrace to the kingdom of God. We shouldn't be quoting anything word for word for word and we can't quote scriptures. This should always be a word on your heart. The Bible says, be ye ready in and out of season. We should be able to give people a, give people a word daily and not the same word. God is good all the time. That's all I hear. Yeah, he is good. But it's so much more to God. He's not good. He's exceedingly. He's abundant. He's a, it's above all that we can ask and or imagine. What else, what else do you know about your good God other than he good? We got to do better. We got to do better as the church, as the body of Christ. We got to do better. And it starts with us taking ourselves out of the world and positioning ourselves into the presence of God. We got to do better. We got to do better and stop allowing the enemy to, to have his way and let God have his way. You want to increase your faith? If you're listening to this and you really want to increase your faith and you're tired of living the same old faithless life that you speaking with your mouth, but you're scared in your heart. Read the word, read the word, remove yourself from everything you've been doing and put yourself smack dead in the middle of the word of God. And I promise you faith come by hearing the word. When you read the word, when he said in Jeremiah 29, 13, when you seek me mm, and seek me with your whole heart, you shall find me. You shall find me. I I love reading the word. But going through this 12 day of increasing my faith, I have acknowledged that I'm not reading enough. I'm not reading enough as much as I read. It's not enough. 
It's not enough to fight the lies of the enemy. It's not enough when the opposition comes. It's not enough when the offenses come. It's not enough. It's not enough. And I can be honest and say as much as I love reading the word of God, it's not enough. We need more of God and less of everything else in this world. So I went before God and said, Lord, I I admit it. I I don't read your word as much. I thought I thought I was doing good. I thought I was right on track. But it, it wasn't. It's not enough, family. And I'm not I'm not condemned, but I am convicted to repentance. And it's heavy on my mind. It's heavy on my heart that I woke up and I'm grateful that because I was meditating on Ezekiel 12, 25. Lord, you said in your word that what you speak is going to come to pass and it will not be prolonged. I don't want to just read the word. I want it to be. So embedded in my heart that when I wake up in the morning, that scripture is on my mind. And that's what happened. I woke up with that scripture on my mind. And as I'm going before the Lord and praying, he sent me to Exodus. So I got up and I went to go read the word of God. Sometimes God is leading us to his word, but we let the distractions come in. We let the phone call come. We let the text messages distract us. We let all of the God leads us in the morning to his word. And what we do, oh, I'm going to get to it, Lord. I'm going to read, I'm going to read, Lord. I'm going to pray, I'm going to pray. And half of the day is over. You didn't pray. You didn't read. And I don't want to live like that. I don't want to live a life when God is trying to teach me something and God is trying to strengthen me and God is trying to, you know, really answer a prayer. And I, I'm, I get so distracted that I don't do what he's asking me to do. So I'm grateful this morning that when the Holy Spirit said Exodus 14, I got up. I got up because I know Exodus 14, 40, the battle is not yours, it's God. I know that. So when he said Exodus 14, that's what came to my mind. I'm like, okay, Lord, I know that. But see, 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 if you heard me yesterday, we got a bad problem. We got a bad habit. I know. I said that this morning. I'm being honest with y'all. I said, Lord, I know that scripture. Yeah, but you don't. what, What is after it? I need you to go read what's after it. And that's another issue. We'll have we'll have a particular scripture, but we don't know what was before it. And we don't know what was after it. We just know that because we all heard the battle is not yours, it's God's. But what else come with that? What is, what, is that what else is a part of that story? So I had to repent. I was like, Lord, you're right. I don't know. Because I'm not telling you the truth. The minute the Holy Spirit said Exodus 14, I was like, I know the battle, not mine, Jesus. I know the Holy Spirit was like, oh, my God. He put his head. He said, oh, he probably said, oh, me. (laughs) Oh, me. (laughs) Like, girl, you don't know. Stop saying, you know, and get up. So I got up. I got my Bible. I went to Exodus 14 and I began to read. And as I began to read, um, I saw what God was trying to sell me because Exodus 15 See, what's after Exodus 14? Exodus 15 is when God told Moses, why do you cry to me? And I'm like, oh, snap. Yo, I love you, Lord. I love you. Because it went with what he was sharing with me yesterday. That you can speak one thing with your mouth, but there'd be something else going on in your heart. And I'm so grateful that I was obedient to the Holy Spirit and I got up and I got my Bible. And this is why it's important that we read. 
And we got to get to a place that is it's not that we're reading because, you know, God tell us, oh, hey, go here. But that we have a desire, that we have a hunger, that the first thing I want to do is read some scriptures before I leave the house. And the last thing that I want to do is read some scriptures before I go to sleep. This is what we got to get in the habit of doing. Because it's only the word that is going to increase our faith. It's only the word is that's going to give us our confirmations and give us our declarations and what in our decrees. What are we decreeing? If you don't know the word. What are we decreeing? So it's so important that we soak ourselves in the word. So we have a confession. We have a declaration. We have a decree. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. And I just had to get back on here and share it with you guys. So for those, once again, if you haven't heard finishing my 12 days of increasing faith, go read, go listen to it. I was about to say, go read it, (laughs) go listen to it. Be blessed because God is just great. God is really, really good. And he's definitely dealing with me and I am just sharing with you guys. And I just even pray that even if it's just one of you who has been really struggling with their faith and they're really looking for God to help them increase their faith that this I pray it blesses you I pray that it positions you to really get hungry for the word of God get 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 hungry I mean just be starving you know when you hungry you'll just eat you just eat like I'm hungry you'll eat stuff you don't like when you hungry and I say that because a lot of people don't like journey and do the old testament they prefer the new and then there's some who prefer the old and not the new But when you get hungry enough, you'll read even the things that you don't like. Because it's a lot of wisdom. It's a lot of insight in those scriptures that you shy away from. God is the same God. Jesus was in the beginning. He was throughout the whole scripture. The Old Testament is Jesus concealed. The New Testament is Jesus revealed. So Jesus was throughout the whole Bible. So we shouldn't have to pick and choose. Of, oh, I just want to hear what Jesus said. Jesus was talking in the beginning. So I want you to be starving because when you're starving, you eat anything. I want you to eat all of the word. I don't want you to pick and choose what scripture tickles your fancy tickles your ear or what make you feel good you need to read the hard stuff the stuff that'll bring you on your knees the stuff that will make you repent the stuff that will make you look at the man in the mirror and say father father my sin is ever for ever before me against you and you alone have i sinned we gotta read those scriptures that causes us to come into a complete humble posture and go before god with Tears in our eyes saying, "Ooh, Father, forgive me. We don't like reading scriptures like that. We only like the ones that make us feel good. God is going to bless me. God is going to turn it around for my good. But what about those ones that he will give you over to a retrobate mind? What about the scriptures that says that if you don't be obedient, that obedience is better than sacrifice? He is the truth, the way, and the life. And the Bible is the whole truth, not half truth. You can't pick and choose. We have to really embrace the entire Bible, the scriptures you like, the scriptures you don't, because it's all for edification. It's all for your spiritual maturity. And honestly, I can honestly say, for me, my personal walk with God, I think the New Testament just really shares 
the love. I feel loved. I, I know the grace. I know, you know, his mercy. That's what I feel about the New Testament. When I journey to the Old Testament, this is where my discipline is coming from. This is where my self-control is coming from. This is where, you know, I want to mature. So I look at the Bible in two different ways. Okay, when I go to the Old Testament, I know God is stern. He's going to he's gonna raise me up. He's going to mature me. He's going to give me self-control. He's going to give me confidence. And when I read the New Testament, I feel loved. I feel the support. I feel strengthened. And I thank God for that. So I don't pick and choose what I want to read. I don't pick and choose, you know, what makes me feel good. I need the the hard scriptures. The hard scriptures is what, what makes you come into repentance. The hard scriptures is what makes you really look at yourself and evaluate yourself and go before a living God and say, Lord, forgive me. I am nothing. I am but a grass. I'm a vapor in the wind here today, gone tomorrow. But you are everlasting. That's Old Testament. I'm nothing. I'm nothing without you. I love the Old Testament and I love the New Testament. So I encourage you to be starving so you will read all of the word and not just eat some of it. Because all of the word is what's going to transform you and spiritually mature you to be the men and women that God is calling you to be. I pray this morning that you are encouraged. I really, really do. And I pray that you really get hungry. I pray you're hungry right now. It's almost 1024. It's about to be lunchtime. But I pray while you're even eating your lunch that you take out your Bible app on your phone and you let the Lord lead you to something. And and don't just read it. Meditate on it. It, Because it was by me meditating when I woke up this morning on Ezekiel that the Lord led me to Ezekiel. I'm sorry, that I was meditating on Ezekiel that the Lord led me to Exodus. So we can read, but meditate on what you're reading. Let the Lord give you wisdom. Let him give you revelation. Sometimes we just read it and skip it. No, sometimes you need to soak yourself in it. Soak it. Stay there for a moment. Lord, what are you saying in this scripture? What are you trying to tell me with this scripture? Don't just skim. Don't just skip. Soak. Soak in the soak in the word of God. And I promise you that God is going to do marvelous things in your life. I am super excited to see what else God is going to do as I am on this journey of increasing my faith. I pray that you go on this journey with me and you allow yourself to be soaked in the word of God, that God can increase your faith. I love you, family, and I will be talking to you soon. Increase my faith in the things I cannot see. And the things I cannot prove, but I choose to believe. When my confidence fades, is these words I'll pray, oh, increase my faith, Lord, increase my faith increase my faith with the things i cannot see with the things i cannot prove but i choose to believe when my confidence fades is these words I'll pray Oh, increase my faith, Jesus 
increase my faith, Jesus. Increase my faith, Lord. Increase my faith. Here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. You're all together loving, all together worthy, all together wonderful to me. Here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. You're all together loving, all together worthy, all together wonderful to me. Cause I'll never know how much it costs to see my sins upon that cross. Lord, I'll never know how much it costs to see my sins upon that cross. Lord, I'll never know how much it costs to see my sins upon that cross. Lord, I'll never know how much it costs to see my sins upon that cross. Lord, here I am to worship, here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God, you're all together worthy, all together loving, all together wonderful to 